says for us to call him daddy Abba's the only word that you can say whether you're exhaling or whether you're inhaling you know 
whether you're powerful or whether you're in distress. And that's why we cry out, Abba, Father. Abba, Father, you are, you are the Father. And you never leave, God. You never leave. Come on, Justin. You never leave, Abba. And I want to fit them in your shoes Daddy, can I put my foot in your shoes? Daddy, can I lay on your lap? Because you know why You know I am crying Before I shed a tear Before I shed a tear Daddy, I just want to say I love you Daddy, I just want to say thank you For never leaving Never leaving, never leaving Never leaving, never leaving Never leaving, never leaving me Even when I wanted to leave myself Never leaving me Never leaving, never leaving me Never leaving, never leaving me oh, That's why I love you That's why I love you That's why I love you Father, listen to our earnest prayer Jesus prayed it years ago That the glory you had given him We would somehow come to know So make us one according to your plan Isn't it? truth and righteousness you desire the world to see Hey guys, welcome to the Surrender All of Jesus show. Man, guys, I have an awesome, awesome show for you today. It is going to be jam-packed with stuff. And guys, I'm telling you, it, you're going to be blessed 100%. You will be blessed. 
Matt, all the way from Los Angeles, of course, through Skype, I have Apostle uh, Catherine uh, Crick. And um, guys, she uh, birthed the church out in Los Angeles, and it's called Fivefold Church. And she's going to explain a little bit about that in just a little bit. But she also adopted this awesome, awesome uh, orphanage, and I'm going to get try to get this right, Faraja, and it's in Tanzania, Africa. And guys, we're going to be seeing some videos of that when they went out there. She's been out there, I think, eight, nine times. Did I get about? Did I get that right? Yeah, she's kind of nodding her head. You guys can't hear her see yet. But so, guys, we got so much stuff to get into today. We're going to go right into this. Let's get right into praying for our police officers, guys. I'm going to thank God right now for those warrior angels, hundreds of thousands of warrior angels that are around our police officers across the world, especially right here in the United States and right here, of course, Father, right here in the city of Milwaukee. Father, we're just declaring right now for Chief Morales that that when he goes to his meeting tonight, that it would be your will of what's going to happen within this meeting. And we're just declaring that that he would not get fired, Father, and that... that um, that you would just reign inside that meeting and the people that are d doing things that they're not supposed to be doing and the devil has schemes and just plans. We're just calling those null and void right now in Jesus' name. Any kind of demonic activity has to go right now in Jesus' name. You have no legal authority to be around that or to be in that. We're just declaring that in Jesus' name. That he'd walk out with his job today, Father. We're declaring that in Jesus' name. Man, guys, hey, check this out. Um, I don't know if you guys ever heard of uh, Pastor Wesley, Dr. Pastor, Pastor Wesley uh, Carter and his wife, Alicia, but they called me up a couple weeks ago. Actually, it, was, it started like last year, and a lot of you guys know about the uh, wildfire seminars, and um, so let's take a quick look at this. You guys can see some pictures. So he called me up and he said, hey, can we still do this wildfire seminar? It's, it's a two-day seminar, but we kind of modified it a little bit because of COVID stuff. Guys, man, I'm telling you, it was amazing. Holy Spirit fell, and we went out and did our outing the next week, and that's kind of what you're seeing right there with some of the pictures. Guys, I'm telling you, if you want to learn like your identity, how to hear Holy Spirit, and then how to go out and take those risks of what he wants you to do, man, this class and this seminar is something that you need. Man, I'm telling you, we had an awesome time. Watch this quick video. And it's some of the testimonies of things that we did when we went out there. So, guys, we were at off of Mill Road, like 106th and Mill Road. And um, I know that um, we started an uh, Adopt a Neighborhood program out there with District 4 uh, police, uh, police, what do they call it, the faith group of, of the police department there. And it was all different churches. So I think they're still doing that there. But that's the area that, that we ended up hitting. His church is just right down the street. Uh, his church is called New Restoration Church. So check out this video. It's pretty cool a lot of things going Maybe on in her home and everything <laughs> and so she was like i know y'all at new restoration because she has um came to our church before she said y'all some praying women even as we were coming and she allowed us to pray for her Amen. everything that was happening in her home we didn't ask her nothing she was yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. going through some things it was an awesome experience awesome 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 Amen. first Keisha. yeah Pierre, Charmaine, Nicole, wow. Diamond, Regina, Jessica, Jane. Oh, Lord, wait a minute. Wow. Frank. Yeah. Um, awesome. That Megan. Awesome. They just want, Megan wanted to pray for the pandemic and yeah. her children. And Frank, he gave his life over to God. Praise Amen. Praise Pierre God. gave his life over to God. Right. And then there's a. Watch out, Regina. Watch out, Regina. 
and Diamond, no, Regina and Jessica, we, they gave their life back to God. Rededicated. Praise God. And, ooh, this is a wild Tacola. Tacola, we met her, but she wants to know if she if can, some help. if you need help, she got a helping hand. She's willing. She's in church. Yeah, she's in church. And then Keisha. She gave us the, we got numbers and That's stuff, awesome. so we're going to give you this awesome. and then back to Christ. Mm -hmm. wow. We prayed for a lady. She had pain in her legs. Her legs we began right. to pray and she said it was gone. Amen. Well, we need, we're going to need a team. All right, guys. So, uh, I didn't click on the next scene, so... You guys kind of got a little still frame going on. All right, so that was New Restoration Church at the outing, and it was a wildfire seminar. And I'm telling you guys, if you want to do that, just inbox me. Um, we can do it modified. We can do like maybe two days on Zoom, and then we do one classroom instruction. That's where we learn how to do prophetic words, um, words of knowledge, and uh, hands-on like healing training and, th and things like that. And so it really need one day of classroom. And we did only like four hours of classroom. And guys, I'm telling you, they're going to be going out this coming up Saturday, which I believe would be the 12th or the 13th. And they're going to do an outing at, uh, at 106 and Julian. Let me just quick look at my notes here. Yeah, Jonan, 106 and Jonan. It starts at 630. So if you know anybody in that neighborhood, please come. There'll be free food, music. We'll be praying for people. People are going to be healed, man, delivered. I'm telling you, it's going to be an amazing, amazing time. So... If you look over that way, uh, follow. Guys, I'm, I'm at like over 100 on subscribers on YouTube, and I would like to get up to about 200. So please go on there and subscribe if you can. And there's also different ways that you can follow me, of course, on Facebook and all those other things. So let's take a look at what Surrender All of Jesus Ministries is all about. And every one of us, if we look back in our lives, we can see how God was training us to do the things that He really wants us to do. The question is, is are we listening to the Holy Spirit? The time is now. There's no more excuses for each one of us. We need to step in that cause because each one of us, that cause is directly linked to people that are lost in the city, the state, and the world. So we need to step in that cause and do that so that we can reach those people. Let me ask you a question. Do you want joy in your life? You know what, if you want joy in your life, what you need to do is surrender all. And that's exactly what this whole website, the, the radio ministry is all about, is surrendering those things to God that He wants you to do so you can step in that awesome destiny that He has for your life. You know what, there's a lot of really cool things that are going on in the city of Milwaukee. God does have a strategic plan to change the things that are going on. We've been laying a foundation. A revival has started. And you know what? He needs you. God needs you to do those awesome things that He preordained just for you to reach the people of the city of Milwaukee, the state of Wisconsin, and the world. Surrender All Ministries is all about partnering with as many people as we can. You know, we got Clark Square Initiative that we're partnering with. We got Salvation Army. We have Rescue Mission. We have all these different ministries that are doing things in the city of Milwaukee. There's a reconciliation that has been going on between churches, all different denominations, and we're working together as one in Christ. You're almost out of time. You better give. 
All right, guys, that's Surrender All of Jesus Ministry. And if you're just tuning in right now, we have a really, really awesome guest. Her name is uh, Apostle Catherine Crick, and she's going to be on in just a second. Hey, guys, the only way that I can have this show do these things is with sponsorship. So let's watch this sponsorship video, video and then we'll get right into our interview. You guys don't want to miss this, so check out the sponsors. Guys, welcome to the uh, the advertising slash sponsorship of the Surrender All of Jesus show. Guys, you know what? I've been doing this since about 2014. I took a little bit of a break um, in 2017, came back on in um, 2019. And guys, man, the show is all about just showcasing what God is doing through people. And if you've been blessed by this, guys, I would love for you guys to partner with me. And there's three ways that you guys can partner with me. The first way is to pray. Just constantly pray that that when we speak these things over the airwaves, that Holy Spirit is moving. And not only will it reach people during the, the live show, but when people like review the shows um, year, three years, 10 years from now, that Holy Spirit would still just go right through these airwaves and it would touch people's lives and would change people. Guys, I'm telling you, I, I've had many times people coming back and telling me that that's something that my guest said or something that I said, it just changed their lives. And that's what this is all about. So prayer, that's the first thing. The second thing, guys, is uh, actively participating. So it's watching and then I love emojis and all that kind of stuff. But man, I'm telling you, those comments are where it's really at. So if, one, if I say something and it just resonates with your heart or if my guest says something and it resonates with your heart, just say something. Put as many comments as you can. I mean, right away, tell me where you're watching from and all those kind of things like I talked about at the beginning of the show. But that's the second way. The third way, guys, is to financially support this show and the ministry itself. I mean, we also do like fire starter classes and all that. The main thing that God put on my heart is to help people get deliverance, freedom, get aligned correctly, and then step in that awesome destiny that he has for your life. Man, so advertising. If your business or and and or your uh, your your ministry, if you want to partner with me, I have three different tiers of, of, of advertising. And if you look at right now, I'll look at the screen. Uh, Christina Cornell is one of my sponsors, and she does all my multimedia stuff, guys. She does the website for the Surrender All of Jesus website. She does the website for Healthy Surrender. So she does that. She can branding, uh, labeling, uh, multimedia stuff. I mean, it's just amazing. She is an amazing woman of God. And she she allows Holy Spirit to flow through what she's doing and doing things for your, your, your business or your ministry. She also has a ministry of her own with her daughter, Isabella. And they do singing and they do testimony things. And they're trying to reach out to young people and, and men and women. But their ministry is called Tell Them Ministries. If you really want to see what they're all about within that ministry, watch last week's show. Just go on the YouTube page or go on my Facebook page and uh, just search uh, Christina Cornell and it'll pop up. She's been on my show several times. So that's one sponsor, guys. That's a way you can do it. Or in another way, financially supporting is just go through PayPal or just go through my website and just do a love offering. I mean, if... if if this show has blessed you, just do a love offering. I would never give an amount of what someone should give. But if while you're watching, Holy Spirit is like just kind of urging you to give a certain amount, give that amount because the blessing is to me, but it's more so for you. Man, it activates that blessing that whatever you would need, whatever Holy Spirit is telling you. So the other thing, guys, 
is my ministry, and that ministry is called Healthy Surrender. Guys, let me tell you, man, I not only do we do deliverance, we do inner healing, I do life coaching and mentoring and mediation. I mean, all those kind of things to get people, get, get them correct and get them aligned correctly. And what's, and what's really important, guys, is that intimate relationship with him. So we talk about those kind of things. What is holding you back from reaching that, that real deep, intimate relationship with him and then that destiny that he has for your life? So I look at it in a holistic, like whole circle approach of your mind, your body, your soul, and your spirit. So we look at all those different things. So I do sell products, and one of the products that I sell is HGH, and you guys can see it right here. It's called H, there we go, HGH. It's a human growth hormone. Guys, let me tell you what. Increased levels of your human growth hormone in your body results in the possibility of all these things coming into play for you. Deeper sleep, vivid dreams, smooth skin, increased metabolism. Guys, when I first started taking it, I immediately saw my abs coming back and I wasn't like changing my eating habits at all. And those things were happening. Man, you talk about sleeping well, I was getting into that REM sleep better than I've ever had in my life. And the reason why I know this is because I actually started remembering my dreams. And guys, dreams are important. That's a way that God speaks to us is through our dreams. So look at that list, guys. I mean, it's just an amazing, an amazing thing. And it comes from increased level of HGH, which is in this bottle. And it's transdermal, meaning you put it on your skin. I just kind of rub it in twice a day. Uh, five days a week. It's an amazing thing, guys. And the other product, the other product, guys, is keto products. Man, here, oh, there we go. I'll get it right. It's like backwards when we're doing it on air. So HDH gel and keto products. You're saying, what is keto? Well, keto is your, your way to get your body in a ketosis state, which means that taking this, which is like a shake, you take it in the morning and it gets your body in that ketosis state, which means that your body is going to burn the fat in you, what you have right now, as fuel instead of the carbs and the things that you may eat. So this right here is Keto uh, Gen 4. And there's a new product that just came out. It's called KG4. And we also, I don't even have it yet. I'm waiting for it to come. It's called Fortress. And Fortress is an immune uh, boost like vitamin. It has a lot of awesome stuff and I'll be talking about that in the future. So check it out. Go to healthysurrender.com. All right, guys. So the next thing we're going to see is my daughter and um, she does uh, training, uh, like personal training. She does it with individuals, with families, with groups. And with this lockdown and all the things happening with COVID, she has been doing it online through uh, through Instagram. So let's check out this video and then I'll be right back. Hi, my name is Elise and I am a fitness professional. Right now, all the gyms in Chicago around the area are completely closed down. And with that being said, what I'm doing is I'm going online. I'm putting my entire business online at the moment and that includes all the classes that I teach from Zumba, Pilates, yoga, HIIT training, strength training, kettlebells, everything is gonna be online. I'm doing live free videos every single day. Uh, those workouts are 30 minutes total. And they're also available for 24 hours straight. 
Now, if you really enjoyed the video and you wanna do that same exact workout again, what I'm doing is recording the videos and also having that as something that you can purchase to help my personal business as well as help you be healthy and fit. Um, I'm also taking online clients, 30 minute sessions as well as 60 minute sessions. And for the next few weeks, this is, this is kind of where I'm holding my business. So if you're interested, please let me know. You can find me on Instagram at fitness trainer on demand, all one word, or you can add me um, on Google Hangouts at eliserose at gmail.com. So guys, I tell you, that's my daughter. She is so beautiful. And man, she is good at what she does. I'm telling you, uh, Gabby actually um, started doing this. This was a couple weeks ago, but I just like keeping it up because it just says that, you know, she knows her stuff and she's amazing at what she does. So check her out, Exercise with Elise. Man, check it out. Real quick, all the stuff for all the sponsors is in the comments section. So it's just one click away to go wherever you need to go to check out their stuff, whether it's Christina Cornell's um, multimedia stuff, whether it's The Healthy Surrender or uh, Exercise with Elise. Just don't do it now because we got a really awesome show for you. Guys, advertising, it's three tiers, and I'm telling you, it's not that expensive. And as what I'm doing right now, I'll be talking about your, your, your product, I'll be talking about your ministry, and I'll connect people with you guys. That's what this is all about, is connecting people. So it's really, it's not that expensive. Just inbox me and I can get you some really awesome, awesome deals. Guys, we're on like, I'm like 25 different groups I go live in. And typically we have about 500 to 1,000 viewers, and especially after a couple months. So it's real beneficial, and uh, we'll get your ministry, and we'll get your business out there, and we'll get you some people. All right, guys? Let's enjoy the show. Thanks. Hey, welcome back. So check this out, guys. This is a new sponsor. Guys, let's give a little hand for Theo Smith. Yes, I uh, came on board this coming up week and uh, got, okay, I'm talking to all the pastors out there. I should probably move over this way or something, maybe like that. Uh, talking to the pastors, people have businesses with COVID and all this stuff going on. Man, I'm telling you, Theo will do an awesome job cleaning your place. Churches, he can do that too. Um, I met him at my work. So I work for Eaton Corporation. I work for Allied. I'm a security uh, supervisor. But So I work for Eaton Corporation. And he started doing the, the cleaning there. And I can tell you, I've watched what he can do. He's an awesome guy. Really cool. Is He's a born-again Christian too. So guys, anything you need done, just look at the list that's there. You can check him out at glorifiedcleaningservices.com. He's also, man, if you're looking for a job, he is expanding his business right now. And he's taken other like contracts with different places and he needs people like immediately. Go on his website, glorifiedcleaningservices.com, fill out the application. They'll do a quick little background check and then we'll get you guys started. Awesome, awesome. Theo, thank you again, man. And I appreciate your sponsorship. Thank you so much. All right, guys, let's get this show going. All right, guys, uh, lots of sponsors. I'm looking at trying to revamp that a little bit and uh because it does, then it won't look like i'm wearing like three different things of clothes <laughs> you guys are like how does he change like that what's going on with that um but guys all right let's get into our interview man let me tell you what um she's an apostle she's a senior pastor of her church she birthed it about three years ago in los angeles and she's doing some amazing things out there and one of the things that kind of drew me to her was 
her heart, guys. I'm telling you, her heart to have that intimate relationship is just oozing out of her. I mean, Holy Spirit is just oozing out of her. So watch this quick promo about some of the things she's done. Uh, it's one of her messages, one of her words, and also when she was at a, um, a conference. And this is really good stuff. Check it out, and then we'll go right into our interview. So if you guys got questions, put those in the comment section. If this is your first time watching the show, put that in there. Say, hey, this is first time, and I'm watching from wherever. And uh, so let's check this out. It's Apostle Catherine uh, Crick, and you guys are going to be blessed by this. Believe me. Kingdom of God. It's the power of God that leads people to repentance. It's the power of God that causes people to fall in love with Jesus. It's the power of God that causes people's eyes to be open, to be able to see, for scales to come off eyes. It's the power of God that causes people to choose surrender to God. It's the only way. I was a Christian my whole life. And I always felt like something was missing. I always felt like, I feel like I should be on fire for God. I want to be on fire for God, but it's just not there. And deep down, I, 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 I knew I was supposed to surrender, but I just couldn't. And deep down, I wanted to be more in love with God, but I just didn't feel super in love with God. I loved him. I, I, knew, I knew all the right things that I was supposed to be doing and feeling, but it wasn't happening. I yearned for it, and I kept seeking, and I kept seeking, and I kept seeking. The Bible says, seek and you will find. I kept seeking. The moment I came out to L.A., it was like a fire started in me. Like, the moment I came to L.A., which was in 2013, I suddenly just hungered for God like never before. And I went to this church, I went to this church, I went to this place, and this Bible study, and this, that. I just, it, there's something in me that, that knew that there was more. There's a yearning inside of me that was, that was reaching out for the kingdom of God, for the true Jesus. That's what was missing. So I kept searching and searching, and one day I came upon the power of God the true kingdom. I discovered that God comes in power. I saw miracles happen before me. Miracles happened to me. I received prophecy from a prophet for the first time. I didn't know prophets existed. I didn't know at this point miracles happened. I knew none of that. None of that. And in one moment, my life was changed forever. In that one moment, God became real to me. In that one moment, my eyes were opened. In that one moment, I knew God loved me. Amen. In that one moment, I knew that his word was true. I knew it. Amen. I had experienced his power. And with all of that eyes-opening revelation, falling in love, that led to surrender. In a moment, Amen. in a moment, I could surrender when I could not before. Because I encountered the true kingdom of God. Amen. His true power. The miracle working God. Everything happened in that one moment. Amen. I was changed forever. And from that moment on, I began to pray. God, let the people in America, let them experience what I've experienced. Let them receive miracles. 
Let them see that you move in power. Let them be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Let them know that prophecy exists, the prophets exist, the prophetic ministry exists. Let them experience it. Let them experience the true you. Because I want them to be on fire. I was on fire immediately, and I knew all of the friends, all the people in my life that I grew up, family that were Christians, I knew they're missing a fire. You know? It's just going through the routine, and they love God, and la-di-da, but there wasn't a fire burning within. I could see it, and that's where I was before I encountered the power of God. So I longed for that. I prayed for that. I would pray, God, let Americans encounter your power. Let them encounter you, the true you, the God of miracles. Let them encounter prophetic ministry. Let them encounter prophets who prophesy to them and let them know in an instant of you love them. Whatever he wants, he is worthy of the surrender. 
Wow, guys, if, you, if, you, if you're not like totally like psyched up right now uh, just to receive Holy Spirit, check your pulse, man. Are you, are you, are you Hallelujah. All right, so my guest, and you guys can see her right now, is Apostle Catherine Crick, and uh, she's a senior pastor of Fivefold Church in Los Angeles, California. And so I just want to thank you for coming on the show. And... Um, so man, that that was powerful. That was very powerful. And I think, and and we were talking just before I did the promo, and you were talking about like which spot, I, like which like video I I could have picked. And if you go on her YouTube page, guys, she's got like a, a a lot. I mean, she's been doing like almost nightly like Facebook feed lives, right? Yeah. So yeah. God led me to that one, and she goes, "Yep, that's the one that I was gonna like. That's the one that she, that she was thinking of too." It it's amazing how. When we just listen to Holy Spirit, guys, and he's talking to us all the time, um, things like this will flow out just the way they're supposed to be. So if you're watching right now, you're probably, and if you don't know what Holy Spirit feels like and you don't know what he what he sounds like, keep on listening because this is going to be a powerful show for you. There is no coincidences that you are watching this right now. None yeah. at, at all. None. I mean, just that that wildfire seminar was all about knowing your identity, hearing Holy Spirit, and then taking those risks because we should have a lifestyle of changing atmospheres and people wherever we go, wherever we go. So Apostle, thank you for coming on the show. And a lot of like my viewers, they might even know, I mean, you're out on the, the West Coast. So give us a little bit of your testimony, like um, 
how you were, you know, how did you become born again? And in uh, a little bit, I mean, we heard a little bit in that, that promo, but just kind of tell us about that. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored and blessed to be with you all today. So I grew up in a Christian home with incredible Christian parents. Um, so I knew God my whole life. I remember when I was about age four, I gave my life to Jesus in my living room. Um, but it wasn't until my teenage years into college when I started learning how to have a real friendship with God. It was kind of more religion before. So when I entered college, I start growing closer and closer to God, start learning how to have a real relationship with him, that he's not far away, but he's close and he's with me. Um, but I still had one foot in the world. I still was kind of lukewarm, you know, going to church Sundays and Wednesdays, but partying during the week and still being in the world. But I kept feeling conviction from God that he wanted all of me. And truthfully, I wanted that. I wanted to give him all of me. I understood that that was right. I understood it wasn't right being one foot in the world. Um, but it was like I didn't receive the power, the ability to surrender yet. There was always just that desire. So once I graduate from college, I am kind of at a loss for what I should do with my life. I want to find my calling. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm unsure. My passions were singing and acting. Um, one day I feel from the Lord that he wants me to move to LA and pursue acting. I had been praying uh, for a sign. I had been praying for leading, for direction. And I was working at a restaurant in my college town in upstate New York, where I'm from. And one day a gentleman came in, we got talking, I sang for him, and he was a movie producer in LA, and he says, you should move to LA and pursue acting. I'm telling you, you have to. And it was one of those moments where you can't explain it, but God is speaking to you. You know, God can use anybody. When he wants to get you where he wants you, he'll do anything, he'll use anybody. He used a donkey to speak even one time in the Bible. So it was that moment where I couldn't explain it, but I knew God was calling me to go to LA, pursue acting, which I had only taken one acting class in my life. Um, and I knew hardly anybody in LA. My whole family was in, in upstate New York. Um, but I knew it. I knew God was speaking. I Skyped my parents that night. They're amazing and supportive, and they've always trusted trusted me and trusted that I can hear God when he calls me to do something. And I'm so grateful for that. Uh, so I said, mom and dad, I know God is calling me to move to LA and pursue acting. I know it. And they didn't discourage me. They supported me. They said, if you believe this is God, okay. So I leased a car a few months later. I drove out to LA by myself from upstate New York. I, I came here, God provided me a place to live, God opened up doors, and the moment I came to LA, um, it was like a fire started to build in me, a new fire for him, like a new hunger for him. This, this hunger for more of him had been building all throughout college, but once I came to LA, um, it's like I was supposed to be here, and once I was here, there was a fire that started to erupt. Um, so I was pursuing acting and I started to find churches here in LA that uh, people were passionate about having a 
relationship with God. And that was new to me to be surrounded by people who are passionate to have a friendship with God. And so that really started to build the fire more and more. A hunger grew more and more. Um, and a couple years later, I feel that God is now leading me to pursue being a pop EDM Christian singer songwriter. Once I grew closer to God, I started wanting to do something that was really for the kingdom. So I start pursuing that. I didn't know I could write music. God gives me the ability to write songs. Uh, and at this point, I'm like, yes, I found my calling. I know this is what I'm called to do. I'm, I'm pretty sure um, God was opening doors. I was having favor. I had music videos and they just went easily. And yeah. I had so many people telling me, you're, this is what you're called to do. You're great at this. You're going to make it. And so I'm like, yes, I found my calling. You know, we all yearn to know what our calling is, to find our calling, to find our purpose. Yep. So throughout this, this hunger in me every day is, is building. You know, the Bible says, seek me and you will find me. Yeah. When you seek me with your whole heart, you will find me. Yeah. And so we have to seek him yep. to find him. Right. So here I've just been describing this whole journey of finding a little, little more of him, little more of him, little more of him. And there was that hunger in me that knew there's got to be more. There's got to be more. Yeah. At this point, I hadn't surrendered to God yet, but I wanted to. Right. And I just felt like there's got to be more. There's got to be more. Well, that hunger led me to uh, accept an invitation from a friend to go to a tiny little house church gathering where it was a prophet leading the the service and I didn't even know that prophets existed today but you know I was hungry yeah. and I said let's go for it let's seek and see if we'll find more of Jesus right and that ended up being one of the best decisions of my life because when I went to that small little house church in a living room I encountered the true power of God yeah. for the very first time. Yeah. I'm talking about like I I I experienced what we read about in the book of Acts. Yeah. There was a prophet there who prophesied to me things that only God knew about me that was heavy on my heart at that day. Yeah. I had never experienced that before. And when I received those prophetic words, it was like a veil had been lifted. Yeah. It was like before I believed in God. Yeah. but he seemed far away. I believed in his word. I believed that his plans for me were good, but I didn't know it. Yeah. It was more like a far off fairy tale or something. It wasn't real to right. me. Right. But the moment that I received the power of God through a prophetic word, through prophetic ministry, yeah. In one second, my eyes were open. It's like Jesus was right here before me. I could see him physically. It, it was like, it, it was, he was so real. Yeah. And all of a sudden I knew that his word was true. Yeah. And I was changed from that day. Truly, it was there that I surrendered to God. Yeah. I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit shortly after that. It was really on that day that I surrendered, where when I encountered the baptism of the Holy Spirit, which is what you saw in that video, what people were receiving. Yep. I I never felt God that like that tangible before in my life. To see <laughs> Him overtake me, overtake my body, overtake my tongue. Yeah. 
it humbled me so much yep. before it's like he was so far away, but I wasn't experiencing, I wasn't touching, I wasn't feeling him here, but now I was touching him yep. and it humbled me so much in that moment upon receiving the baptism of the Holy spirit, I surrendered. I was like, God, <laughs> if you even want to send me to a deserted Island by myself, I'll do it. Like I felt <laughs> convicted that I had to like go solo, like, God, you know better than me. Even all the plans that I've made, the dreams that I have, yeah. you can take it all. Yeah. And when I was there in that little house church, I not only experienced the prophetic ministry, but I saw people being healed yeah. supernaturally. I saw yeah. people being delivered, demons cast out of people. I saw yeah. people manifesting. Yeah. Like what you read about in the Bible when Jesus approaches a man and he starts manifesting demons and they say, send us to the pigs. You know, yep. I started seeing that kind of thing and I had no clue that that existed today. Yeah. And yeah, that might not be the most comfortable thing to witness, but it opened my eyes up to the reality of Jesus, the reality of the spiritual realm, the reality that the devil is real, but the reality that Jesus is bigger than the devil 100%. and he wants to free and rescue all of his people. He doesn't want to leave his people hanging. He doesn't want to leave his people in bondage, no. sick, yeah. with addictions. He doesn't want that. He wants to free them. I got to witness that. Yeah. And I think so much of... Um, so much of like American Christianity and just Christianity, Christianity in general yeah. haven't had the experiences that I just described to you. Yeah. And so therefore there's a lot of, there's a lack of love for God because of the lack of revelation of him, yeah. of his love, yeah. of his heart. I, 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 not, not to interrupt you, but I call it identity. Once you figure out your identity and usually People's identity comes when they get that touch, when they have Holy Spirit touch them. And uh, do, do you know who Eric Gilmore is? I don't think so. Yeah, he's he's from Florida. Awesome evangelist. And um, I saw him down in Florida with uh, Todd White and um, a couple other people at the Jesus Image um, Conference. And so, and I use this all the time. It's not me that, that thought of it. it. This is Eric Gilmore. But he said that when you get a touch, if you don't leave and turn that into a kiss, it means nothing. It means absolutely nothing. Yeah. So you take that touch and it should change you, but it should deepen your intimate relationship with him. I mean, it really should. And the other Amen. thing that, that uh, the apostle is describing, guys, is things that your destiny, let's put it like this. Everybody has a preordained destiny. And in that preordained destiny, God had something that he wanted you to do here on earth. That's the only reason why you're here. And within that, there are souls and lives attached to your destiny. So if you're not in your destiny, aligned correctly, stepping in that destiny and doing the things that God wants, you're going to be missing those opportunities of collect, you know, connecting with those people. And we all should be able to prophesy. God said at the latter days that we would all prophesy. I mean, it's so we all can do this. So that word you that word that you got prophesied over for you activated your destiny and that's what we should be doing we should be yeah. doing that all the time 24 7 guys 24 7 so yeah it, it's amazing touch into a kiss <laughs> it's just yes. an amazing thing yes yeah yes yeah 
Amen. Yeah. So I, I, I instantly was more in love with Jesus than ever before. I instantly was on fire upon my eyes opening and experiencing, receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And, um, from that day on, I, I, this, this fire in me burned, my heart burned for all of my hundreds of Christian friends and family. Yeah. My heart burned for them to have this encounter with the power of God. Like I had, Yeah. because I knew, I always knew it was right to be on fire for God. I always knew it was right to be surrendered to him, but I never had the, the, I, ability. I realized that I needed to really see Jesus for who he is because otherwise we're like the Pharisees, you know, the Pharisees had this idea of God and they're doing things out of rules, but they're not doing it out of like, of love, like intense love and their eyes opening of who Jesus really is and allowing his grace to flow. Um, so many Christians, when their eyes aren't open, that God moves in power, it's impossible to be in love with him, with a God that you don't really know. Yeah. with a with a with an idea of a god. Yeah. But once you know the true Jesus who comes in power, yeah. Now you, you you have so much love for him. You're receiving his love. You're ha- having so much love for him. So now yeah. you're able to give yeah. your whole life to him. Yep. Yeah. I totally agree. No. And the minute you start well, it, once you have that intimate relationship and then you actually start doing the things that God has called you to do and you're walking in a desert, you're going to get complete joy instantly. Um, and the other thing that's going to happen is yeah. you're going to want more of it. You know, one yeah. thing I teach in the, in, the, um, in the wildfire seminar is that spiritual realm is different than the natural, the world, the, the natural things, like eating a lot. We eat a lot, we get full, and we don't want to eat anymore. Spiritual, spiritual realm is completely different, guys. The more you get, the more you want. You taste it, you want more, you want more, you want more. Mm-hmm. And it's never like overfilling. In fact, the more you get filled up, the more you ooze out on other people, changing atmospheres and people wherever you go. So it's, it's an amazing thing. So tell me, okay, so you took that touch and you mm-hmm. started stepping in your destiny. Was that the day that you got the prophetic word about being an apostle? No. So first, I my eyes were opened up. And now I'm surrendered. Now I'm on fire. Now, now I'm I'm praying to God. My big prayer is, Lord, let Americans experience the power of God. Let them, may they experience the prophetic ministry yeah. like I have, God. Let them, may that happen, Lord. Open the doors, because I knew that it was so rare. I mean, I was a Christian my whole life, and I was going to this church and that church and this church and that church. And I had to go to a tiny little house church to find this, you know? I knew it was so rare, but I knew that that, what I had received, that power of God, was what God wanted for all of his children in the entire world. And so my heart started to burden, uh, feel God's burden of most of my people haven't experienced the true me, like my power. Most of them, their eyes have not been mm-hmm. opened yet. And most mm-hmm. of them are unable to yeah. know my love because this is me. Yeah. I'm the, the kingdom of God, it says in the Bible, the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. Yes. Yes. So without the power, it's not even the kingdom of God. Yes. Yes. So that became my prayer. Lord, 
let your people experience your power and prophetic ministry. That was my prayer. So for about nine months, I'm praying that I'm the fire in me is growing. My favorite day of the week is this small little house church service where I'm in the <laughs> true presence of God. Yeah. Nine, fast forward nine months. I go to a prophetic healing conference in Los Angeles where a prophet was ministering. And I was excited because my only other experience with a prophet was yep. the best experience of my life. Right. <laughs> so I was expectant. I was hungry. And I went to the conference and that prophet, he prophesied to me what God's actual calling for my life was. He asked me, what do you believe your calling is? And I said, to be a pop EDM Christian singer songwriter, you know, it's pretty <laughs> definite of this. And I was actually hoping that this prophet would encourage that, that he would be like, yes, I see this and I see this, yeah, you know, exactly. I was yeah. hoping cause I had this dream built inside of me for two years now, you know, mm. I'm thinking about it. I'm dreaming like every day, like imagining, right. Yep. And then in one moment he says, you're actually an apostle of Jesus Christ and you're called to reach the nations. Wow. You're called to be a minister. And I was shocked beyond belief. Yeah. On one hand, I first of all, I knew that it was God speaking. God had prepared me yeah. to not be skeptical, but to right. be humble and childlike when a true yeah. prophet yeah. is ministering. To yeah. know that it's really God speaking. Yeah. Um, and to look at the fruit. I mean, I, I was there at the conference and I, what I was witnessing was truly God. God was saying, this is me. Yeah. So first of all, I knew that it was God speaking. Second of all, I was shocked. I was sad a little bit because I really was excited about my, yeah. my music dream. Right. So I was like, what? I really wanted this to happen. And singing is my gift. But guess what? Preaching had no clue how to preach public <laughs> speaking this was my biggest fear in high school i was so shy and quiet i was literally afraid that come senior year i would get the senior superlative of most shy <laughs> that was a real fear i had i didn't know how to talk like in public it was my biggest fear so and i would look at ministers and i would be like how do they do that not one time did I think maybe I could be a preacher or desire it. Right. No. So when I hear this, I'm like, what the heck? That's not my gift. How can I do that? How can I even speak in front of people? Right. How do I preach? What? You know, yeah. singing's my gift. What the heck? But as I'm having this, all these thoughts in my mind, God speaks to me. He reminds me of Moses, of the story of Moses yeah. and how Moses was called to be a prophet of God yeah. and lead millions of people and stand up to Pharaoh and do mighty signs and wonders and miracles. And when God called him, Moses says, how? Yeah. I can't speak. I have a stutter. How right. would this be? Right. And God says, it is not you that will be doing it. It's the my power in you. Yeah. I will give you the ability to do everything. Yes. And that it's like God convicted me in that moment. And he reminded me of Moses and of 
all of the other people he used in the Bible. Yeah. The disciples, they were fishermen and tax collectors. They had no clue how to be a minister and they didn't want to be that. Right. But out of nowhere, God disrupted their plans and says, I'm going to use your weakness for my glory. Amen. You're going to be able to do this with my strength. Amen. Um, So I was convicted of that. And I was like, wow, I guess I'm like Moses here. I guess God's going to somehow do this through me. And I just got to surrender and trust him. Yes. So... I mean, I just heard that so clearly that I instantly did accept the prophecy. Um, and it and it wasn't easy. You know, I had to surrender my dream. Right. right. Um, and I had to tr- and I had to trust. You know, I know the character of God. I know his heart. I knew he wouldn't call me to do something that I wouldn't find joy in. You know, I didn't have a heart to minister at that time. I did not have a heart to preach. I did not have a heart to to, to be an apostle at all. I didn't have that desire, right? But I did have a desire to sing, but I knew that God was in the business of changing hearts, of forming hearts. I knew that he had a heart for his people Hmm. and I knew he would put that heart of ministry in me if I would just obey first. Yes. So I trusted that. So I surrendered the singing and I just took it day by day and, and, was had an amazing mentor um, who taught me so much and God began to teach me so much. And little by little by little, he started to transform my heart to um, about nine or 10 months after, actually nine months exactly to when I received that prophecy to the day. I had my first uh, worship night where we started, God, God led me then to start a ministry here in Los Angeles. And it started out with a worship night on Mulholland Drive, the famous Mulholland Drive, um, a worship night service um, overlooking the San Fernando Valley from there. So nine months from the day where I received that prophecy is the first time I preached. And I was nervous. I didn't feel like confident. Yep. But I trusted God. I knew he would come through. I knew he would somehow use me. Yep. And it's baby steps, but he can even use babies, you know? Baby. So I wasn't like the best with my words at that point. I didn't feel all fiery <laughs> and confident, but I just stepped out and trusted God would come through. And he did. Yeah. You know, there was just one or two people that came the first times, but they were touched, you know, God still could use me, even though I was a baby in the spirit. (laughs) And I just kept showing up. It was uncomfortable for a long time, but I just kept showing up and trusting that God would come through and back me up because this is what he called me to do. And he did. He kept showing up. He kept showing up. He kept showing up. And, and a couple months after that, after we started the worship nights is when we launched, when, when I launched fivefold church, in Los Angeles that God called me to begin uh, on sun- for Sunday services. Sure. And now it's been three years since then. And mm-hmm. I am amazed at how God really has changed me and how <laughs> he's always come through for me. Yeah. And there's been so many times where I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to preach. I preached all that I know how to preach. I don't know <laughs> what more I can give, what more I, what, what more I can say. I yeah. know feeling so weak, but God always came 
through. Yes. I really, I really empathized and started to understand Paul when he said, I boast in my weaknesses. Yeah. Because that is when God's power is revealed the most through me. Yes, 100%. So let's talk about the orphanage. So the prophet that that kind of led you into your your destiny, that's the same person um, that is linked to this. Uh, it's called the Faraji, no, Faraja. Did I get it right? Yes. Faraja uh, Orphanage in Tanzania, Africa. So how did you, did you go there to see his church? And then that's how you got linked up to the to the orphanage? Yes, I was so blessed to have him as an amazing mentor. And so I visited the church there where the power of God mo moves like I had never witnessed in my life. And so I went to see went to see the church there and also um he his church has been supporting Faraja Orphanage for several years. Wow. And um you know, I actually did a a trip around the world on a cruise ship. Uh, study abroad where I took classes on a cruise ship and we went to 13 different countries wow. and when, this is in 2012 right. and I went to Ghana as one of the countries and I went to an orphanage there and I helped out mm -hmm. and stayed there and just loved on the kids for a few days in Ghana and when I was there my heart didn't want to leave my heart I, it's like God was speaking to me you're not done here yet like you're yeah. not done with the work of helping children in Africa yeah. Like there's so much to be done. I just felt that. That was in 2012. Yeah. And I remember when the ship pulled away from Africa, I had such a different feeling than when the ship pulled away from the other 12 countries. Yeah. When I pulled from Africa, it was like I was being pulled there. Like you're not done here. That's like cool. you have to go back here. I couldn't, right. I've never experienced that feeling before. Right. And so that was God planting seeds to me yeah. to be confirmation to when I would show up to this orphanage in Tanzania and my heart would just melt and fall in love with these <laughs> children who do not have enough food or not eating enough, yeah. do not have enough places to sleep. There's two kids sharing one bunk. Yeah. Per, per bunk bed and half of the children sleep on the floor yeah. and several of them have HIV and they're all living together. So they have so many needs. And when I visited that orphanage, God spoke to me, you need to take this on. You need to adopt these, this orphanage. You need is like, you need to do everything you can to help them. You need to make videos. You need to spread the word. There's so many people in America that have the means to yeah. help them. And I've already put seeds in their heart for it, yeah. Yeah. but they need you. You're the bridge. Now God called me to be the bridge to, I've gone there several times now. So I, I've gone there and I've, I've raised, we've raised donations at fivefold church Yep. and we've taken teams and brought the donations there and just loved on the kids and, and, and found what their needs were so we can, let people know what what the needs are and and currently the biggest needs are they don't they aren't getting enough food and they need a new building so yeah. that there's more places yeah. for the children to sleep and also to be able to uh separate those children with hiv yeah. to so there's not spreading that's right. happening yep so it's just safer for all of the children. So this is a good segue right into this uh, promo video. And guys, I just want you to let you know too that while I was putting this all together, um, a lot of you probably heard me say this, that for me, the mission field was right outside my back door. And it's right there. There's people that are in need right where you're at. 
And I never really thought about going and doing like Africa or some other countries. I just never really thought about it. I did get a prophetic word once that 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 may happen. Um, and I and of course I received it. But so while I'm watching this, man, I'm telling you guys, you're going to be moved and Holy Spirit's going to be speaking to you. And if that's the case, when we come back, we'll talk about how you can partner. And we'll also talk about maybe even like going there and, and doing yeah. helping. And um, so let's watch this real quick. Um, man, guys, this is an amazing, amazing thing. So this is the Faraji uh, Orphanage in Tanzania, Africa. Sixteen of the children of Faraday orphanage have been brought from the jail. The jail for children. Tanzania as organization help all children without discriminating their religion or sex. Brumoyopoko ministry from Yodevi knows really about the Faraday orphanage. That's why they bring a lot of help. He cannot really explain his health here at the opening. He really brings a lot of food. He used to bring food for children. Oil, cooking oil. But after reading their history, they have filed. Some of them ask him, like, why my mother threw me after death? What's wrong did I do to my mother that she can't forgive me and decide to throw me somewhere? We can't explain the history of each children. You can't cry. But we don't want you to cry. For the truth, these children come from the real situation. We really thanks for the this big gift to the children. Jumbo! Jumbo! I'm so happy to see you all again. I've missed you, Naku Miss Sana. I miss you. I miss you too, Jaman. You are family. You are my family. Nyeri kama watoto wake. Sawa, pigeni makofi.
raise funds. Thank you. And I've come here to bring them. I'm so grateful to come all the way from Los Angeles to bring them. So I know that you said last time that your big needs were um, food and more buildings. So I, I, I hope that this is a good start for those two needs. I'm drawn in. died mother died there is no I mean any relatives how can this kid be helped yeah. organization and that's why we have this Faraja organization welcome welcome here so even themselves they don't know when they have, have been abandoned to the street so they don't know their ages or the mm. time they've been on the street wow so I mean all of them they used to be 42 42 in here and here, yeah. and the two 42 there, 42. 42. Mm. Yeah. Wow. So here we have 58 kids who are sleeping inside. Wow. Wow. So here we have 58 kids who are sleeping inside. 
We also used to put the mattresses down here. We don't know where they come from. I, mean, we I don't know. I mean, the parents in the life or die. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Tribal. These are the kids who they don't have even relatives. Anyway. So we have people here, they don't have even any relatives. Wow. My gosh. So they need more counseling and love. How age are they? From two years, three years up to 12. So some of these kids are HIV positive. So we don't use to separate them. They're doing things together. They eat together. But the only, I mean, toothbrushes, they don't, I mean, use the same one. So everyone get, I mean, separate toothbrush. We have three kids in this building who are sleeping in this building. Their parents have been to jail and then forever, like they can't come back. Yeah, so one day Faradia went to visit, I mean, to the one of the prison. Uh, he saw one of the kids used to stay with uh, I mean, her, her mother, like he used to go to play and then coming back to I mean, stay with her mother in, in jail. Mm -hmm. So Faradi wrote a writer and would like to take some of the kids who are living out there. But one of the big challenges that he faces all the time when he used to go back to the I mean, jail, he never sees I mean, I mean, the parents again. This is a, a dining hall. Kids used to uh, eating. Tunashirikana pia chakula katika kituo kikuu. Yeah, but also still we have the problem of food here. Ichanga, ichanga mabisana. Yeah, it's a big challenge. Sometimes when I should get more money, I feel. Yeah, some of the days they used to one meal, one one meal for them. Because Babu took one sponsor, Mali Farik last year. Because we had one of the sponsor here who used to deliver food, but he died last year. So now it's a big challenge. As you can see today, uh, they cook uh, they cook the beans with ugali. But also we had like few beans. This is one of the class. It's for the big class. But also, as you can see, there is. Uh, these are street they come from city center. They were the street boys. They just came from, from the street. Like somebody directed them to come here. Like they can ask you for help here. They don't have any parents, right? Yeah, yeah, they don't have any parents. Some sleep here, like 10 children, here and here. Another mattress here, window, down outside. 
wanalala chini hapa yeah so we can use this i mean they sleep here down here tuna shida sana siwezi kuzungumzia yeah so the i mean the kids that we provide here there are so many so we also have so many challenges i mean to make sure they've got the good life and they can sleep like what would be something that you think um people need to hear like what what do you need the most uh, these kids are sleeping down most of them it's not a good thing he would like to take all of them who are sleeping down and to take them to another building so it, he wants to build a building right, right. and then and the food and food and Guys, if you're just tuning in, that was the Faraja uh, Orphanage in Tanzania, Africa. And my guest today is uh, Apostle Catherine Crick. Um, man, I'm telling you, that that was like, I, I said your last name wrong. It's, yeah, did I say it right or did I say it wrong? I just, <laughs> Catherine Crick, I think you said yeah, it right. I did it right. Okay. That, <laughs> I'm just so used to like goofing up people's names. So guys, in the comments section, there's all of Apostle's information from her church, and there's also uh, some links to um, where you can partner with them to 
help out with the stuff that they would need at this orphanage. And so if you want to just tell a couple things of what what they might need there right now, I know financial is probably the easiest way to do that, right? So why don't you kind of just talk about that real quick? Yeah. So their biggest needs are they're not getting enough food and they don't have enough places to sleep. A lot of them are sleeping on the floor. They rotate between sharing a bunk bed with three children to one bunk bed um, to sleeping on the floor. Uh, So their biggest needs is a new building to be built and more food. And so financially would be the best way to support them for their their biggest needs right now. Um, So you can do that by going to our church website, which is 5fchurch.org slash give. I think that's in the, the information, as you said. It is, yeah. And then once you go to that, the once you go to that link, you would select Faraja Orphanage Fund under the options of which funds to give, either Fivefold Church or Faraja Orphanage. Right. We travel there regularly. As soon as uh, traveling is, is is easier in these times, I'll be going there. I go there at least a couple times a year usually. Wow. Um, and I always bring trips from our church, um, but also we would love for you out there. You don't have to live in Los Angeles to come with us. Yeah. That's our heart is, is just to be a vehicle of where others can right. come and love on these kids yeah, exactly. and spread the word, you know, get to experience uh, the beautiful country of Tanzania and see the conditions that the children are living in and, and uh, also see where your donations are going and yeah. just um, yep. just receive more of God's heart for the children and bring that heart to America and beyond. So if you're interested in possibly joining us on a trip to Tanzania, you could contact us as well. Yeah. So let's do this. Give me like a heads up, like if you could do one or two months ahead of time and then I can start playing this on my show and I would like to go. I mean, I really would. So I might even do like maybe a GoFundMe for that kind of stuff going there. And um, and then I can just constantly do it on my show each week and people can donate to it. Um, so that might be really cool. But just kind of give me a heads up like one yeah. months in advance. And then um, and if I can't go because I couldn't get off or something, you can at least take the the someone else might want to go from here too. You, right. you just never know. Um, but you can at least take the the financial uh, donations over there. And then when you come back, then you can be back on the show and we can show all the stuff that, that, and yes. so that'd be really cool. So sounds amazing. time flies. We're, uh, we are out of time. So I'll give you like the last, like, I don't know, 60 seconds or so to whatever Holy Spirit's laying on your heart. Sure. Well, I know that you are tuning in right now for a reason. And you know, what God is speaking right now to America is that he is ready to release revival to America. You know, in America, we've been crying and praying for revival for a lot of years. It's been many years since we've really seen a big revival. And God has spoken that he has answered our prayers. Yes. And that he wants to release it right now. Even all that we're seeing right now with the pandemic and all that's going on in the world, this is a test of our faith and it's intended to turn hearts to Jesus. Amen. Because this revival that he wants to release, that he's planning to release, requires us to participate and it requires us to surrender all, (laughs) to surrender 
everything to him yes. so that he can use us. Yeah. God needs us. Yes. He works through his people. He wants America to look like the Acts church. Exactly. Yeah. So it's time that we read Acts and really desire that in our lives and really realize God wants to bring this today. So good. It's the yep. same Jesus in the book of Acts is the same Jesus who was alive. Yes. You know, there was apostles. There was Apostle Paul. There was Apostle Peter who were doing extraordinary miracles. The Bible talks about Paul was doing such extraordinary miracles that people were running up to him and bringing handkerchiefs to him, touching yep. them with the cloth, bringing them to yep. sick people, and they were being healed. Yeah. The Bible talks about how people were lining up the sick on the street so that Apostle Peter would walk by and his shadow would heal mm. them. Yeah. But, you know, we God has given us the name here at Fivefold Church. He's given us that name because he wants to restore the fivefold ministry yep. on, to the church. Yep. What's the fivefold ministry? When you read Ephesians 4, 11, yes. it says that Jesus, when he poured his Holy Spirit upon us so that we would have it in the church, he gave us gifts. He gave us apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. The purpose being to edify, to empower, yes. to equip, to feed the body of Christ so that we as a body would not be babies, would not be just having spiritual milk and just saying we're a Christian, going to church on Sundays, but not being a powerful vessel of him. Um, but instead, we would be an army of God, powerful warriors, yeah. where miracles were happening through us, yes. where the world is changing through us. God needs his army. And so we need to look at the book of Acts and realize that that's what God wants to do today. Yes. He's going to be raising up apostles. We haven't seen them around. Well, it's time. He's going to be raising up prophets. We haven't seen them around today. Well, it's time. Yes. He's going to have evangelists and pastors and teachers doing their job in the body as well. Yes. And when we can accept God coming in this way, the way that he wants, yes. he is going to shock us. Yes. We will see what we saw in the book of Acts mm. and more because he yes. says, you will do what I did and even greater thing. Yes. This is God's message for America. I'm going to bring the biggest revival in history, but we've got to do it my way. So it's time for us to humble ourselves and accept yeah. the God of miracles, the God of power, and be open for the church to look different than how it's been looking for several years. And it's a good thing. Yep. Um, something that God laid on my heart, Isaiah 43, 19. A lot of you guys have heard this and this is the passion translation, guys. I am doing something brand new. And I know if you've watched it yeah. show ever, you've heard this already. But so this was like January, February that, that he gave me this. I'm doing something brand new, something unheard of. Even now it sprouts and grows and matures. Don't you perceive it? Guys, do you perceive what Holy Spirit is doing right now? He is moving. He's talking to us daily, instant. I mean, all the time. And he's given us the downloads of visions and plans of things that we're supposed to do. When the apostle is talking about a revival, that starts right here, right in your own heart. That's where the revival yeah. starts. And it just oozes out wherever you go. And then you got more people oozing out, more people oozing out. And then you got this huge revival. But it's individually. Yeah. It starts individually, guys. Um, I will make a way in the wilderness and open up flowing streams in the desert. Guys, we got flowing streams going on right now and people are being motivated. People are being ignited in that fire and they're wanting to go do things. 
I know Holy Spirit told me like two months ago, he said, bring my fire back to the streets. That's what we should be doing and doing it in a loving way. I'm not saying going out and condemn people and all that kind of stuff. Doing it in a loving way, guys. And it's it, we need to do it. So, Apostle, I just thank you for being on the show. I think this will be one of many, many times that you're going to be on this show. And um, I'm looking forward to it. I am totally looking forward to it. I bless you and the people over at your church. Um, I declare warrior angels around you guys and protecting you. And I just declare that you would go deeper and deeper and deeper in that relationship. Just go deeper and just keep on going yeah. deeper. And just that fire would just produce wherever you go. And uh, it's amazing. But remember, don't click off because we still got to uh, end on Skype. But guys, so uh, man, I just want to thank everyone for, let me get to my, there we go. I just want to thank everyone for watching the show. It was a little bit longer today, but guys, we're jam-packed with information and just really good kingdom keys here, guys. Man, think about going to Tanzania and uh, doing a missions trip and just loving on those kids and just bringing Holy Spirit with us and just oozing out. And man, talk about healing. How about healing those kids with AIDS? Just come on. That can happen. We're just going to declare that right now that all those kids would be totally healed in Jesus' name. Guys, everything that Apostle is talking about, everything that I've been talking about, starts with that intimate relationship with him. Everything. We just get filled up with Holy Spirit, filled up every morning, every day. And then we go out and we're in that rest because we're filled up. And we're in that rest. We're not, we're not getting like... We're not getting tired. It's just we're in that rest and we go out and wherever we go, we're oozing out Holy Spirit. So you could be in Starbucks. Holy Spirit is telling you to pray for the person in front of you and you take that risk and you do it. That's the revival. That's what needs to be done is wherever we go, we're doing those things that Holy Spirit wants us to do. But guys, it starts with that intimate relationship. Man, awesome show guys today. And uh, I just, I'm so thankful that you guys, um, tuned in. And remember, share this, man, share it. Do some watch parties right now. And if you want information, remember, go in the comment section, click on those other links, check out uh, Apostles Church, uh, Fivefold Church in, in Los Angeles, and uh, check out the, the orphanage stuff too. It's amazing. Guys, at seven o'clock, Faith Builders Church is doing their online Bible study. I know my pastor, Pastor Pruitt, has got an amazing word for you. All that info is in the in the comment section too. It's one click away, but don't leave yet because we're about to end this show. Do it when we're done. Guys, it starts with that intimate relationship. Everything stems from that. Holy Spirit will ooze out wherever you go. You're going to change people and atmospheres, and you're going to be that revival. Remember, surrender all and be a blessing. Let your love.